This is Andy Ellis with the music for Knock on Wood, a lesson in Memphis soul guitar. Before we get started, let's tune up. I've found the most musical way to get two guitars in tune quickly is to tune to a chord, like this E minor. Example one, we have a classic Memphis rhythm coupled with a pair of three-note dominant seven voicings. Example one sounds like this. One, two, three, four. Check these voicings out. A7, root 3, flat 7, no 5 in this chord, and D7, 3, flat 7, root, again no 5. Soul guitar grooves often use three note voicings, but full bar chords play a role as well as shown in example 2A. Example 2B features a variation of this rhythm. This time, we'll use a new three-note dominant seven voicing. Let's look at the C7 voicing in example 2B. Root 3 flat 7 with the root on the 5th string. In example 1 we also had a root 3 flat 7 voicing when we played A7. If we take that A7 voicing and move it up to C7, we're in the ninth position. Now let's compare that to example 2B, an octave lower. So now we have two root 3 flat 7 voicings. One with the root on the 5th string, and one with the root on the 4th string. We get swampy in example three with a groove inspired by Aretha Franklin's Chain of Fools. 3A sounds like this. One, two, three, four, one, two. Thank you. 
a variation that features more low-string riffing. One, two, three, four, one, two. Example 4A shows how chords and lines work together in a classic soul riff. One, two, three, four. Notice how you fret the low C with your thumb. This is very common in R&B and soul guitar. It lets you play a line on the sixth string that's separate from the chords above it. If you palm mute the sixth string, you can get an independent, chunky line going underneath the harmony. Another thing about example 4A is that we use thirds to outline chords. The chords B-flat and F are suggested when we just play against B-flat that would be root and 3 and against F it's 3 and 5. We use thirds again in example 4B which is inspired by Otis Redding's Pain in My Heart. Two, uh, uh, three, uh, uh. Both examples 4A and 4B show how using thirds can blur the distinction between chords and melody. In other words, your guitar part has melodic movement and yet still has harmonic quality. When you invert a third, that is, by moving its bottom note up an octave or its top note down an octave, you create the interval of a sixth. All the great soul hits use sixths, to either link one chord to the next or to create melodic fills. Example 5 illustrates this sound. One, two, three, four.
get comfortable with sixths, you need to know where the root is for each set of three intervals. This is the three interval package, and we're playing on the first and third strings. Your first finger plays the root in this set. It's the only time your first finger's involved, so it's kind of easy to remember. Your first finger determines the root for the entire three interval package. to the second and fourth strings, the fingering stays the same, and your first finger once again plays the root. So no matter what string set you're on, whether it's the first and third, or the second and fourth, your first finger plays the root for the three interval package. Once you've sussed out the roots, it's time to practice sixths and chords together so that you can move from one to the other smoothly and quickly. Take E for example. starting at the 5th position on strings 2 and 4. Or starting at the 12th position on strings 1 and 3. Or how about A? fifth position on strings one and three or on strings two and four at the tenth position do you see how this works take D Starting at the third position on strings two and four, or the tenth position on strings one and three. G. Starting at the third position on strings one and three, or the eighth position on strings two and four. C. First position, strings two and four. Or eighth position, strings one and three. And so on. 
Now let's hear example six, which features Curtis Mayfield style double stops. One, two, three, four. This example really consists of two distinct moves. First in bar one, which you can move anywhere up and down the fretboard. And combine with sixths. And then in bar two, this move which also works all over the fretboard. Experiment with subtle rhythmic and melodic variations. Example 7, which illustrates the bass and guitar doubling technique that Steve Cropper and Duck Dunn used so effectively in Booker T and the MGs. One, two, three, four. Groove. This one shows the influence of Chicago blues. Here's example eight. One, two, three. shove it anywhere on the fretboard, plug it right in, you can play it with lots of different feels, this 417 gospel change forms the backbone of so much rock and roll, soul, R&B, and blues.
work it to where you get your first finger barring with a little hammer and then roll over to your third finger and back again. So it's a roll between the first and third fingers, both barring three strings, second, third, and fourth strings. it for this lesson. Until the next one, good luck with your soul grooves. This is Andy Ellis.